The ratio of working age population to the level of retirees continues to shrink and is on track to reach just two workers for every retiree by 2050, from a recent level of 4 to 1 in 2008 and 7 to 1 back in 1950. This is one of many pressing economic issues that both citizens and politicians seldom pay attention to. It's just too abstract, but it's important. And as such, I thought I'd offer an analogy that might make it seem more real. When it comes to economics, people tend to grasp the price of gas, especially when it's rising and thus pinching their pockets. When oil prices shot up in the 1970s, people noticed, especially when waiting in lines at gas stations. Meanwhile, the producers led by OPEC were riding high, using the power of their cartel to jack up oil prices. But the 1980s and 90s were unkind to oil producers who learned the painful lesson about the cost of their dependency on a volatile commodity. American consumers didn't learn that lesson, thought the coast was clear, and started buying more and bigger cars such as SUVs. The first decade of the new millennium was the producer's turn again, as the price of oil once again shot up, and the past decade has seen an unprecedented oil glut, which may now be in the process of reversing. Throughout this zigzag, countries dependent on their oil exports saw the havoc that volatile prices have done to their economies, and they've searched for solutions. Despite some efforts, such as Norway's diversion of some of its oil revenues to a sovereign wealth fund, the truth is Norway like Nigeria and Algeria like Azerbaijan are heavily dependent on oil even today. When times are good, they succumb to the temptation to spend more, whether because their people demand it in democratic context or their rulers are eager to placate the rest of the populations or bolster their own legitimacy. So what is the solution to this seemingly seesaw competition between consumers and producers? And what is the connection to their worker-retire ratio? It is simply this. The way to escape this endless cycle of dog-eat-dog -dog economics is to get off the dependency train. Consumers who dump their SUVs for smaller hybrids or the like are generally not sensitive to rising fuel prices. Countries that have built diversified economies, like the U.S., are similarly not prisoners of volatile commodities. But coming back to our original subject, economies whose worker-retiree ratios are shrinking are unwittingly hurtling towards economic dependency. Their ability to provide education for the young and health and retirement benefits for the elderly are shrinking before their eyes. This wouldn't necessarily be a problem if the senior population were amassing sufficient private savings, but all reports suggest that in the U.S. at least, that has not been the case. The natural direction in life, plant life, animal life, and in human society is from dependence to independence. Plants and animals must obey this law. Only humans can rebel against it, as seems now to be occurring. The result of this experiment, societally, will likely entail a loss of personal freedom. But on an individual level, we can get off this train by privately husbanding the resources needed to cultivate our independence. This is Seeking Alphas, Gil Weinrich.